You know, today we're not even going to play you intro music podcast, folks, because we've been having technical difficulties, so we're just going to get right into it. So welcome back to the 42 Podcast, where, as always, to my left, your good friend and mine, Mr. Ryan. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm good, Jacob. How are you, man? Oh, doing all right. It's a Tuesday. I had a long, long Monday, and so it's taking its toll, but I'm here. Drop, gonna drop some knowledge, talk some shit, and probably talk about really, really pointless crap. But hey, what else are you gonna do? <laughs> I don't know about me, but you are a robot. <laughs> yeah, that'll probably help. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, yeah. How about that? Is that better? There we go. We'll just run without video today. Hey, no video. Get over it. <laughs> That's way better. All right. So anyway, how are you, Jake? Oh, I'm all right. Like I said, awesome. long day yesterday. It's one of those days where like, I couldn't sleep, and I thought I had a project due today. So at like 5.30 in the morning, I just got up and went to work. So I was at work for like 11 hours straight. <laughs> so Today? Yeah, yesterday. Oh, so Sunday night you thought you had a... Right, a project, so... I see. But you didn't? I, well, it, I thought I was supposed to, but my boss is like, yeah, I'm going out of town, like, at 11 o'clock. He's like, I'm like, we were supposed to have that presentation. He's like, oh, I pushed that. I'm like, son of a bitch. I worked over oh, the weekend on that know? presentation. Damn. He's like, I'm Ownage. sorry I didn't let you know. I'm like, oh, you bastard. Yeah, you are sorry. <laughs> He oh, doesn't well. say that out loud, right? That's right. At least it's done, you know. So when it's when he's ready to actually have it, it'll be ready for him. So, and now, like since I did work like eleven hours, I feel like I've gained a little bit of extra time for the week. So oh, you know, true. I may be taking off early. You know, one of these days. Friday, right? Oh yeah, I will. Yeah. I almost always get out a little bit early on Friday, even if it's just like four, four fifteen. It's still something. Hell yeah, that's a big deal. If you can get out just early enough to kind of beat the traffic, it helps. Yeah, yeah. This is Pittsburgh, man. You never beat the traffic. <laughs> There's just always traffic. There is. It's like times you wouldn't even think there would be traffic. Like I was going to go meet my wife like, when she worked uh, downtown. I left work at two thirty. Took me an hour to go like twelve miles. Like, God, just bumper damn. to bumper. <laughs> it's so bizarre. <laughs> the problem is that it's the tunnels, but we've already talked about all that mess. Yep, uh, that's true. Big news. Ryan's going to be here in like three weeks. That's big it's news. It's super exciting. That is super exciting. We're going to do a uh, a live podcast, not live. <laughs> We're, we're going to be in the same room. We'll be in the whatever. same room together talking Yeah, mess. one mic. One mic podcast. That'll be interesting. We'll see how good that Yeti is. <laughs> I'll have to use, like, the surround sound setting. Yeah, the dual cardial. <laughs> It'll be cool. Look forward to that. Let's, um, when do you think we'll upload that? The 19th? Uh, depends on when we do it. Right. Probably, it'd probably be best to do it, like... Friday or well, you get like maybe like Saturday afternoon, maybe, like maybe in between stuffs. 
for the 17th. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Look forward to that. Uh, hey, don't book- ruin it. What? The, the thing. I want that to be my recommends. So you just want to get it out oh. of the way? Okay. No, 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 no. That's cool. We can do it. We can do it. We can do it later. All right. So, I, like you, couldn't sleep last night. Well, I don't know about you last night, but the night before. Me for last night, dude. I woke up at like 1 o'clock and then just laid there till 4. But it was the weirdest like kind of trance thing because I wasn't really thinking about much. I was just kind of half daydreaming, half dreaming, I guess. I don't know. Really strange, dude. Oh, my God. It made me so tired today. It's the worst. And oh, it's bad is like, so hard. you get in these really weird, like, downward spirals with it where you can't sleep and you're dead tired all day. But then, like, you get home and you kind of get a little active and you perk up and you can't sleep again. Yeah, or or you're that pressure of, like, you've got, if you go to sleep right now, you've got six hours. Right. Mm hmm. And then, like, an hour goes by. So it's, well, well, if you could just fall asleep now, you've got five. And then it's like, you've only got four hours. You've only got three hours. And then you fall asleep. And then the alarm goes off. And you're like, oh, I'm going to die. You know, and then you take a nap at lunch. You just skip lunch and take a nap instead, you know? Yeah. And then you're good to go till like, you know, apparently one o'clock the next morning. <laughs> if you re- want a really easy way to sort of break that cycle... Go to Walmart, pick up some melatonin. It's a really great way to get a nice night's sleep. It's not like a sleeping pill. It's just um, sort of yeah, a natural natural thing to like tell your body it's time to sleep. So if you pop it like two hours before you want to go to sleep, by the time you get there, you're going to be a little drowsy and you'll just kind of fade off in the sunset. Yeah. I don't know. Just been stressing, I guess. But I don't know what about. You know, it's not like I spent uh, all night last night thinking about something. That's the part that's frustrating. It's like I didn't design a lightsaber or <laughs> save some distant galaxy or, you know, I didn't do any of that. I just kind of laid there. It was the strangest experience. I hate that. I, I go through that. Just like, oh, it, it felt like that Fight Club scene, you know, where he's just like laying, staring at the, the you know, the camera. Right. It's like, what am I doing? Nothing. You're doing nothing. You're doing, and that's the worst part is you're doing fucking nothing. Like, I don't want to get up and go do anything either. You know, there's no desire to like get on my phone or get on the computer. Right, because all you really want to do is sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Horrible. Oh well. Yeah, and I've been so tired and just ah, uh, just I don't know why my sleep schedule is so screwed up, but it is it's terrible, and I'm tired of it. But. Enough about us, I guess. <laughs> one of the ways I the... fix for what? one of the ways I fix that, yeah, is like on a weekend where I know I can kind of get by with it. I'll just stay up till like five a.m. and then wake Ooh. up at like nine. It Ooh, just it completely thing. resets the schedule. So by like Sunday night, so if you do like Saturday into Sunday, by Sunday night you're dead tired. You just crash. Oh, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Just stay up as late as you can. Just. Push it, push it, push it, fall asleep. And wake and then up kind wake of up, early. try to put a normal day in mm-hmm. and just be fucking zonked, right? Well, I mean, you know how it is. After a yeah. couple hours, you kind of perk up and you get normal. But by the time you mm-hmm. get to the end of the day, you're, you're, ready, you're ready to die. Yeah, so you ready to get into some news and some, some current topics? Current events. Current events. Do you want to start? Let me start. Uh, 
I thought we could talk. Uh, just let me go with the first one, I guess. All right. I thought we could talk about Volkswagen. That is interesting. <laughs> is that not a big deal? I thought that was a bigger deal. It's a big deal. Um, it seems like Volkswagen's. Isn't that one of the largest car companies? It's very large. Um, their and it's stock sinking like the goddamn Titanic, isn't like, it? it? It all in all, it lost about forty percent, which is huge. Uh, Any time, but it'll bounce back. Uh, you don't. You think it's over? You think this is all they got to deal with? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they've Man, they've already been fined. Uh, well, they uh, the the estimates are in for the what all the fines will be. It's gonna be like eight billion dollars worth of fines from different places. Billion. Billion. Uh, the CEO is out. <sighs> they put the Porsche CEO in charge. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I mean, they were. What are they doing? Like they they were running a program that changed the emissions level during testing, but so they turned it off when they yes. were okay. Right, you plugged it in. You know, how you plug computers in, or they would like plug it up to the machine, and then they put that little thing up the tailpipe. Right. Well, as soon as you plugged it in, it ran a different uh, <laughs> fuel map. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty smart. My problem, like my confusion, is is I couldn't find a clear answer on why that fuel map wouldn't just work. Why couldn't you run at that fuel map? The only thing I think is that they were changing it to create more power. Like under that fuel map, the car just was weak. Uh, yeah, and so they would change it. Mm-hmm. So you pass emissions, and then when you get on the freeway, it gives you another forty horses and a hundred foot pounds of torque because it's just rolling coal like a you know, a redneck or something. Right. And it was mainly on their diesels, right? Is, is, that, is that correct? Yes. Actually, I think it was exclusively to the diesels. See, now I want to hack diesel. <laughs> I want to go find one of those TDIs or like Passat TDIs or something and get one of those. That sounds awesome. They're fast. They are. Yeah, they're, they're, they're faster than, especially than they used to be. Yeah. And I've seen videos of people, you know, how they make fast um, diesel trucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, they make fast, fast diesel um, Passats, too, and Jettas. It's funny. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> anyway, I thought it might be a bigger deal. I thought the uh, the whole like auto industry was starting to unravel because I heard that Volkswagen, or BMW and somebody else admitted that they were running... Um, God damn it. it was, they, they were also running some type of cheat program. And that didn't seem to get any traction in the news. Maybe I misread it or something, but it just seemed like the whole auto industry was kind of starting to fall apart. Yeah. Uh, it kind of feels like with Volkswagen, because I've heard of cheating, like kind of like that going on before. Right. And if, I feel like Volkswagen's the, all right, it's time to make an example of somebody because we're tired of people doing it. Mm. But you know what they say, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. So, gotta give them credit. They were trying. Oh, I see. Uh, BMW's denying reports of their, like, different fuel emissions on the highway. Oh, interesting. So, I think they're going after BMW now. Interesting. Yeah, I just thought it was going to, I thought, like, the whole car industry was going to get shook up by this. I thought it might be a bigger current event. So, what do you got? What's uh, one of yours? So, Amazon yeah. is now launching their own... Basically, you you become an Uber driver for deliveries. Did we call this? Can we 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 can't really take credit, but yeah, we can't really we take, called it though, right? Yeah, yeah, it's something that's 
pretty much going to happen. And it pays pretty well. They're saying it's going to be between $18 and $25 an hour. And you sign up and basically you log on and you tell them how many hours you're going to work. So it's, you can either take a two-hour shift, a four-hour shift, or an eight-hour shift. And you just go. And if you can average 20 bucks an hour, that's not a part... I mean, that's a pretty good part-time gig. Especially if you're like a college kid or something. Especially if you're a college kid. It's a big deal for... What it's really... The part that intrigues me, because I listen to like um, other podcasts... Right. And a lot of the best podcasts are done by comedians for some reason, right? Well, they're good and they talk about struggling comedians, right? Right. You can't get a better job than that for a struggling comedian. I can work four hours. I can work two hours. I don't have to work today. I can work tomorrow. If you have a car, so there's a part of me that wonders if it's good for comedians, could it be good for other people? Could you get by on working four hours a day delivering Amazon packages and then four hours a day doing Twitch, you pro- working on your YouTube, you know, channel. Right, or- it's, it's a great supplemental income, but it, I mean, the the rates they're saying they're gonna pay. I mean, if you're able to do twenty five dollars an hour full time, that's fifty k a year. That's I mean, it's not right. a bad or it's living. A guaranteed thirty k or twenty k a year, and a lot of free time to like pursue an individual job or an individual hobby that may pay off. That may I really think you could see a potential of it just lends itself to that giga economy where you spend four hours a day delivering packages for Amazon, you spend two hours a day building people's IKEA furniture off Craigslist, you spend another hour a day, you know, doing Uber because you drive traffic, you just pick somebody up and take them with right, you. Right, like, and then like, like at night you're playing in the bars or whatever. And then at night you're doing Twitch or you're playing in the bars or you're doing your stand up comedian and it's just you know what I mean? You just kinda your whole life is kind of a fun gather information, put it into like some type of content and put it back into the, the world. It could be, you know, I mean, obviously it's not for married people with like retirement plans and stuff, but it's all, it could be really good for, I don't know, maybe I'm young and free spirited still, but there's a part of me that's like, we should all just be artists and run around naked and write songs, <laughs> even if they're not good. Even if you know, they're not like, oh, why can't we all be happy? <laughs> it's a big move. It is a big move for a couple of reasons. Um, it happened faster than I expected. Yeah. Well, and here's the other thing is, cause I remember we talked about this a while ago. I told you about how last mile is the most expensive part. Right. Yeah, uh, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. So if they're willing to pay drivers between 18 and $25 an hour to deliver last mile, how this kind of gives you a good perspective on how expensive that really is yeah yeah so i also learned something else interesting today about delivery the average ups driver for a guy in the brown truck yeah 80k a year plus benefits yes this is average good benefits great benefits i mean and a good retirement plan it's like fuck why am i busting my ass being an engineer i'm just gonna go drive a truck (laughs) sounds like more fun it's it's got to be a good gig, right? You yeah. get to know the people at the job sites. You get to, you know, you know which ones are fun and playful. You know where you're going to get the candy. You know where you can pick up the good, you know where the good vending machines are. You know where all the best toilets are. Right. There's kind of a fun to that. There's kind of a a streetwiseness to it. You know what I mean? Like you pick well, you, up some and you know all the routes to get through right. faster. There's some real world wisdom to it. You know? Yeah, there was when 
I like jobs like that. There's a, there's a route that, that I know of that UPS has that is Oklahoma City to Dallas and back, which is about four hours each way. So it's an eight-hour day. Miserable. And miserable. But it's $120,000 a year, and all you got to do is drive one load to Dallas and one load back. That's it. You know, you know, you don't. If you got into, if you were like one of those guys who was really into audiobooks. Oh, you could be like a savant, like know everything. <laughs> you just eight hours a day. You're just putting down Hemingway. You know what I mean? You yeah. just you've read every Anne Ride book, even the bad ones. You've read them all. It would be the worst life in the world. Wouldn't be the best either, though. <laughs> uh, I like the version of. I heard a, oh, well, I was going to say I like the version of the guy who lives and does the four hours a day and the three hours here and then, you know, mm-hmm. does the YouTube. But, but did you know um, the, uh, I heard somebody say something interesting where they said um, working isn't, working for a living isn't going away, but having a job is. Yeah, that is, uh, and the jobs are changing. Something me and a me and a friend of mine were talking about today is like the new blue collar is going to be like the IT guys, like that's going to be the new factory worker in the United States very soon, and like the guys who, already is right. It almost is, and like the guys who are working on the robots, you know, the guys who are the maintenance guys. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we're interesting, huh? Yeah, it's. The robots are coming, man. They're coming. Yeah, fast. we are. We are building our future, aren't we? Yeah, like we're. I know that one of our competitors is looking at maybe going one hundred hundred percent fully robotic uh, for uh, distribution centers. Right. In three years. Didn't one of those one of those places? Uh, what company was it that the the union went on strike and they got $15 an hour and the company said, yep, all right, we'll just replace you with robots. And it's like in three years they plan on replacing them. Yeah, uh, was that Target? That's a lot remember. of companies. I Is think that, it was Target. I think it was Target. They were like, how about fuck you? How well, about we'll just spend the extra 500 k right now and build a, you know, an infrastructure or a warehouse that allows us to use the robots? Yeah, it's cheaper. It's, and that's the magic number. That's sort of one of those laws of un, you know, unintended consequences yeah, where everyone uh-huh. wants to make minimum wage $15 an hour, but $15 an hour is about the magic number for automation. Right. Like $10 an hour is cheaper to have humans. $15 an hour is cheaper to have robots. I thought it was interesting that if you made $15 an hour and you worked a 40-hour week, you no longer qualified for like housing benefits and like other things. And it would end up costing you more right. to get fifteen dollars mm-hmm. an hour than it would to keep your seven dollars an hour. Right, and it's one of those things where people all they do is look at the money, right? Yeah, not... I don't know. I can't go buy my Prada. Or oh, that was, <laughs> oops, <laughs> I didn't mean that. People, I've been drinking. Hey, what we're saying here is all fun and games. It's kind of is a. This is very tangential, but Donald Trump rolled out his tax plan today. <laughs> was it on with a Crayola? Did he go with Crayola? <laughs> and it was an itch, it's actually very similar to a tax plan I've thought, like thrown out on this podcast where the the someone making $25,000 or less pays zero income tax and $50,000 or less for a married couple 
will pay no income tax. Right. And so I was thinking about this and then they have like a 10% bracket and a 15% and a 25%. So very flat, much flatter. And I was thinking about it today because with how tax brackets work is you won't, so say you make $10,000 and that's taxed at 5%, right? And the 10% bracket is at $10,000 to $20,000. Only like, only the, and let's say you make $10,001, only that $1 is taxed at the higher rate. So with Ooh, this tax... That's interesting. Yeah, and so that's how it works. So say you make $12,000, only that $2,000 is taxed at 10%, that first $10,000 is taxed at 5%. So in theory, if his tax plan works like current brackets, it's going to give every married couple a $50,000 tax deduction right off the bat which is huge. It's more like that's bigger than just about any normal person or family can do, even with like three kids and a house and all that shit. But, and what does he have to give up for this? Well, what you do is you start eliminating basic social programs. Well, no, no, no. You start eliminating all the loopholes, right? Because, yeah, a lot of people are taxed like they're in the twenty percent bracket, but because of de deductions and credits and everything else, are all the effective rates tend to be a whole lot lower. So if you start, you know, removing some of those deductions and loopholes, and what about where you get to do that crafty thing where they do it through investments and they only have to pay like seven percent or whatever? Would you it, take away that? Uh, yes, it all income is income. There's no more capital gains income. Capital gains. That's that, that stuff's creepy to me. Well, it's it's ten percent. No, it's fifteen percent. The capital gains, but capital gains you have to keep your money in the market for over a year. So you you're giving up your money for a year. And the one question I have, which I'm in favor of putting of doing away with capital gains, but I've never seen any good studies on what capital gains does for market stability. Could you imagine, so you have all these like millionaires and rich people and hedge fund managers who they invest in things and leave it there for a year or two so they don't have to pay the higher higher tax rate, right? Okay. So imagine, so what they what may happen is they, they say they buy Amazon and Amazon spikes 100% in a month, but they leave it in there to see what happens with Amazon and also get the lower rate because even in, even if Amazon drops a 10% from their high by paying the lower tax rate, they're coming out ahead. But oh, now... so complicated. Yes, but now imagine if people with, a, especially people with a lot of money or a lot of the ability to move money, they right. don't have any incentive to leave the market alone. And they can just pull money like... You you know how we have those flash crashes every once in a while where things go crazy and the Dow drops like three thousand points in five seconds kind of deal. Mm -hmm. I think that could be basically commonplace without a capital gains tax. That's that's my only fear because I really think there is some market stability issues in there that we're not seeing because there's no incentive to do it. Yeah, I'm interested. Then I'd like to see that study too. And, I'd like to see it too. And to finish off, so so say so say the tax plan doesn't tax like the normal brackets do. 
Mm-hmm. So let's say you make $50,001, then all of your income becomes taxable. Then you create this really weird, perverse incentive to where you have to make like it's $59,999. Right. And so you never want to go over until you can get over the hump of the taxation. So it's like there wasn't a lot of details, but I was interested in, you know, me being me and the finance nerd I am. Right. <laughs> no, it's good. People should know this stuff. Back to current events. Back to current events. They found water on Mars and not just like a little bit or vapors or the remnant trail of it, but like ice. And they believe that it flows during the summer months. Yes, yeah, so apparently it's basically like, liquid salt. Oh, is what interesting. I read. It, okay. it's, it's a interesting. very salty, more, more salty than our oceans are. But it I is read. like a liquid water that it moves down like um, the mountain or something. Right. Or does something to some effects. Yeah, moves. That's cool. It is cool. Um, that seems like I a didn't big lose deal, my shit I'm, over it like a lot of people did. I, I'm, I guess I'm too stupid to know why to lose my shit. It doesn't, I mean. Well, it just, the, the presence of water, well, A, the presence of water gives us the ability, if there is a ocean, Maybe a subterranean ocean that we can desalinify. That's a hard word to say. That we can take remove the salt out of. We there's drinkable water there for us. So that's one of the bonuses. Is is there such thing as subterranean oceans? Oh yeah. Sounds like a Jules Verne thing. Do we have them here? Well, I mean, maybe not like the size of an ocean, but I mean, you know, there's subterranean lakes and. You know, I guess, giant I guess aquifers like enough, the right? Edwards Aquifer down in Austin that's been supplying Austin with water for like 200 years now. I mean, that's true. Just big deposits of water. Okay, so, okay, okay. So okay. that's I see what you mean. And water is well, at least in carbon-based life forms like us, water is essential for life. So if life is Water must be there for life to be possible if right. the life is built like we are. Correct. So that right, is right, right. those are the two big things about it. <sighs> um like it's cool and but I'm not shocked. I mean Yeah. Like me, me we don't even know what's under all those like storm like, you know, giant storms on all these giant planets you know they could be it could be raining every day on like jupiter and we would never know because we can't see it yep absolutely (laughs) i just thought it was like it just blew up my facebook feed and read it and i was like well that's cool i think (laughs) i did the exact same thing i was like oh that's cool oh oh, all right whatever moving on (laughs) has your facebook feed filled up with those people um Telling Facebook they can't use their information and their property and stuff? I don't have Facebook. I haven't had Facebook for like three years now. Oh, well, good man. Yeah, I just, I was done with it. Like, I barely used it, and it was basically just more of a security risk than anything else. I was like, fuck it, I'm done. So I'm I'm pretty much just straight Twitter at this point in my life. I like it. Are there current events? You got something else for us? Uh... Chicago is putting their cloud tax in effect this week. Ooh, bad plan. (laughs) 
Like, how can they the, tax that? What's going on with that? I mean, I'm so guessing tax anything though, right? Huh? So right, and they're basically they're charging Netflix nine percent of their. Uh, basically, they're charging Netflix and other cloud-based services a nine percent sales tax to operate in their jurisdiction. So if you have a Chicago ISP, ISP, IP, sorry, IP address, ISP, sorry. Uh, Chicago. Yeah, I looked at your mind for half a second. Was like, wait, that's kind of right. <laughs> it is kind of right. It is kind of right, <laughs> but not quite. If you have a Chicago IP, they they charge you a nine percent sales tax. Interesting. So Netflix is getting more expensive for Chicago. Yes, by nine okay. percent. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Netflix oh. is like, all right, this is the cost of doing business. Yeah. I'm gonna roll back just a little bit. Yeah. I'm not moving after all. Oh. Yeah, so like I told I told my landlord we were moving out. He was like, Hey, I kinda wanna do some improvements to the house before I try to sell it. Uh how about you stay through February and I'll draw three hundred dollars off the rent. I like it. And I was like, Well, how about you let us stay for another year and take four hundred dollars off the rent? That's a lot. It is a lot. I mean, it's not as much as I would have been saving, but I don't have to move. And he's like, okay, but if I can sell the house after March, you have to leave. I'm like, fine. So at least until March, I don't have to move, and I'm saving $400 a month on my rent. It's amazing. I like it. I felt really good. I like out-lawyered our lawyer landlord a little bit. You feel like an adult, right? <laughs> oh, you know me. Like, if you ever play Monopoly with me, all I want to do is cut deals. That's all I want to do. See, my family doesn't play where you can cut deals. And it's like, well, Monopoly's kind of stupid then. Yeah, well, there's no point. Like, it's all about the trading and the... To the... me, it's all about the trading. Yeah. It's all about the backstabbing. I I'm, I want five-way deals going. It's like, well, there's only four players. No, there's not. <laughs> I got some other dude with the money. Like, yeah, now I'm getting interest off this guy that played last week. Like, I want to play <laughs> deals. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that's the best way to play. We need to yeah. do that sometime, like... Yeah, like you and me and Jason oh, and a couple I, other people and just start I'm, drinking and playing Monopoly. I am in. It would be awesome if we could all get on Skype and find some type of... <laughs> that sounds like one of the greatest nights of my life. Well, we could, what, I could, what one of us could do is we could like set up like either two computers or something and have one, one of us have a camera that's face down on the board. Oh, okay. I see what you you're know, saying. Instead, just have someone move all the pieces and, and shit. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder if there's like an online program where we could all kind of play like on a 2D oh, screen with I'm like I'm sure. Ice. I'm sure there is. That would be a blast, right? Look that for would it. Be oh, a that'd blast. be so fun. Or just get like, get all of us like playing Risk or something on Skype with our headsets. <laughs> Risk would be a good time, too. Well, see, Risk is one of those games, besides the actual, like, interactions, you know, because half of the fun of playing board games is talking shit to other people. But Risk is one of those games that really is better on a computer, just because all the math and stuff is done for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, okay. it just speeds the sense. game up a lot, you know, so, so much, because so much of the time, especially when you're having those, like, 200 to 250 army battles, you so know, much fun. those things can so roll for, like, an hour. <laughs> So much fun. Yeah, we've been we've been getting into the whole board game scene a little bit more recently. It's been fun. 
Oh yeah, which games have would you rec- you have any games you would recommend? Uh, if you want sort of an intro game into the more, I don't know what you call them, nerdy board games, craft board games, indie board. I don't know. Um, yeah, not Monopoly. No, uh, Munchkin is a great starter. Fuck yeah, it is. It's not uh, a board game though. Well, it, but it's a game. It's you a know. card game. It's a card game that's a lot of fun. It's really easy to learn. Yeah. Uh, if you have the time and you have the right people to play with, sit down and learn Illuminati. That game is so much fun. Is it? Yes. Cause it, it sounds cool. What it is is... Uh, is it what I think it is? Um, I don't know. But what it is is so there's seven... Um, Dark societies, basically, and everyone's dealt a um, one of them, and they each have special powers, and they each have a, di- a different victory condition. So, like, one of them's like earn so much money, one of them's destroy all these things. Um, and what it is is so you tr- there's all these groups, so there's these cards, and it's like right-wing activists and they take so much <laughs> money and power to control so and you're so trying you, to you basically like a build card these game, net- but kind of like like the political side of the civilizations game kind of and so like there's like televangelist and anti-nuclear <laughs> activists and that all sounds these, awesome and, you know it's all about using money and power to basically buy uh buy groups and individuals <laughs> Like you can control the FBI as like the Cthulhu worshippers. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's 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 really fun, but it's also it takes a while to learn because oh. the rules are really flexible. Oh, okay, and, and so it's it's one of those. So these are the basic ways to play, but anything else, you're good to go. Just fuck okay. it. <laughs> Just have fun. Uh, what's another good one we played recently? Oh, hmm. Yeah, I'm hey. trying to think of a good board game. If you want a game that will just, you need like six, seven, eight, nine, ten good friends, and you need like a week to play it. But that game, like diploma game, Di- diploma or however diplomacy? you say it. Diplomacy? Oh my god, dude. That game's pretty cool because it's like Risk, except that everybody kind of votes on what happens, and you go like each, everybody, like in between each turn, everybody takes like five minutes to go talk to all the other players. And everybody makes deals in like, you know, there's, it's, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's very, uh, it reminds me of like the Survivor TV show. Where everybody's making these back deals and trying to like stab each other, and you don't know who you're actually gonna vote for or what's actually gonna happen, and it's a cool <laughs> game. That game's cool, but you need like a bunch of nerds and days to right. play. Oh, another good one is the yeah. DC deck builder game. So DC, like the comic people. Yeah. And what it does is, have you ever played a drafting game? Yes. So it's a, it uses a drafting mechanic, and you build uh, your hand of, like, superheroes and different things. And, like, every person has a different victory condition. It goes pretty quick. Like, once you figure it out, you can play, like, you can play it in, like, an hour or less, maybe. And it, But, yeah, it's a lot of fun. 
Highly recommend it. It's like twenty bucks on Amazon. <sighs> so we could we'd go with current events. I think so. Yeah. We're gonna go into future talk. Sure. You got something to deliver? Yeah. On the drink. Future? Everybody drink. Drink. So suddenly your boss doesn't seem so bad. Uh, the Japanese-based firm Hitachi now using artificial intelligence. How how would you say that properly? Artificial intelligent managers. They're using AI to do the management. You know, schedule people and right. that kind of thing. The first one they implemented, I think, was about 8% or 9% more efficient than the guy it replaced. What does that tell you about management? Ooh, that's, that's more... Yeah, stabbers, that, that's more like scathing on, <laughs> on the management side than the actual... You know, worker side. Worker side, yeah. I thought it was interesting, though. That's a place that I didn't expect robots to replace. Management. But of course it could place middle management. Middle management, yeah. Yeah, of course it replaces middle management. Oh, of course. Never thought of that. So I thought that was another one of those, like, you know... Well, Especially you know, get in, like, manufacturing environments. What? Especially in manufacturing environments, which are oh, sure. very, like, regimented. I could see that right. happen. Man. Maybe not so good at a Pizza Hut, right? Where everybody's calling in sick and you're having to, you know, call in extra people or send Dude, people home. soon, soon, like when we have the self-driving cars, we're oh going to have like God. automated, we're going to have automated uh, uh Yeah, the car pizza will huts. just pull up and pull its back up and the window will roll down and the pizza will just drop in and then the car shoves up to your house and calls you or something. That's right, yeah. That's You walk out and grab your pizza and you paid for it when you ordered. See, and this is what I am... Interested to see. They're going to use motorcycles. <laughs> They're going to use mopeds with like that uh, gyroscopic technology they use on uh, segways. Okay. Well, you definitely need to read Snow Crash. Okay. Uh, I can get you. It's About got the drug? The, yeah, but it's also this really crazy cyberpunk. dystopian cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. It's one of the best cyberpunk books. It didn't look interesting because I didn't want to read about like another like third eye drug cyberpunk like drug i was like come on can we not do this whole yeah no it's not that at all it's very different okay uh, okay it's, I'm in the... it's worth the read i i can probably get you, i can get you the eye book i'll just remind me and i'll do it uh, that's all right i'll probably it'll probably be what i get on my next amazon cool uh like it's something i'm interested to see sort of in the future of work right is up until probably the next five years for the most part there has been worker there's been levels of work for every level of intelligence pretty much you can be a moron and work at mcdonald's we all know it's true if you work at mcdonald's oh, i'm yeah. not saying you're a That's moron just saying a dumb fucker can we're work. just saying you could be you could and be. not the way we think you think i do Yes, you know, it's it just is. It's just the way it is, you know. Or, you know, picking up trash. It's a good, I mean, it pays well, but, you know, it doesn't take a lot of intelligence to do that. Right. But we're with like, all the future automation, right? Okay. There's going to, there's going to be nothing, nothing there for those people to do. You can't cut it. Well, and even a lot of, like you're saying, they just they just fire their middle managers for robots. Not even just, I mean, white-collar jobs. robot, just a computer program. Right. I mean, white-collar jobs a... are going to be lost. Yeah. Lots of them. 
Yeah, a lot of that data entry stuff, that's going to go away. Well, and, like, even, like, manufacturing, like, floor floor managers are going to be gone. I mean, almost every job inside of a manufacturing environment will be gone in 20 years. Like where they used to have, you know, you know, there used to be oh, towns, yeah. right? Yeah, it's towns exactly. that was right that were built around factories. Yeah, gone. That's never going to be a thing again, unless it's super, unless it's such fine motor skill that robots can't do it yet. Everything else is gonna. That or it requires a certain amount of soul. Right. Exactly. You know, robots are never going to make you artisan bread. That just not. Right. But they but, can make you excellent bread that you probably couldn't tell the difference. So what am I talking about? <laughs> what am well, I talking about? We were talk, talking with my boss, and he was talking about how right now for unloading trucks, like for package movement. UPS. Or, yeah, UPS. Or, yeah. Yeah, one of the, DHL, FedEx, whoever. Yes. The robots are 50 to 60% as efficient, but most places only run 16 hours a day i'm like well why not run 24 and just take you know make up the difference he's like that's kind of what i've been thinking so you know almost every worker almost every worker who is it on the business side of a place like ups is going to be fired in 10 years no i mean what is that going to do to our job market well that's what i'm saying i don't know what that's going to do and that's that's going to happen everywhere yeah, I'm, my job. I really think that in the next 10 to 15 years, the jobless rate from the recession is going to look nice because there's going to be so many people out of work because they, they price themselves out of the jobs they could have. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Look forward to that, kids. <laughs> Get a job that doesn't, re- that you know, can't be replaced by a robot if you can. Yeah, just make videos. Which games. isn't many, <laughs> just so you know. Yeah, and probably in twenty years, are going to be, you know, they'll have Watson and like Siri will have had a baby, and it'll be Skynet, and it'll be over. So, well, you know, they they created a computer program that can do basic code um, anal- analysis. Like right. they can write and fix mm-hmm. basic code. Like, that's the beginning, right? That is the beginning. That's the beginning. So, next future topic, or are we going to continue on this one? Uh, that's good. I've, I've okay. hit all I can hit. All right. So, um, let's see who did it. Samsung is releasing, in collaboration with Oculus, a $100 headset this fall. Is it... Is it like one of the the VRs with like a phone on the front, yes, or is specifically it... designed for the S six or the i uh, Note five? There's a two different headsets, but this suggests if they if they work out well, it'll be popular for the major phones, right? It'll become a thing, right. that, mm-hmm. a package that you'll be able to buy. But it's not intended for like video gaming. This is more of a content. Viewer? Like experiencing, right? Right. It's more for like um, movies, TV shows, uh, navigating Facebook in a VR environment. It's not really a gaming mm-hmm. headset. You know, the uh, 
you're not going to want to look around real sharply or real quickly a lot like you know what I mean you know what I mean it's not going to have that kind of response but it uses two lenses that kind of split the screen in half and then refocus them so when you're looking you get that 258 degree field of view you know kind of effect so if that takes off that's one of the that's one of the ways that the masses will absorb i mean if you buy your next phone for a hundred dollars or you know verizon's giving them away for twenty dollars you know you next right. time you sign mm-hmm. up you get this new vr headset watch the latest jurassic park in vr you know Hey man, if that catches on, if that headset's actually hundred bucks, like will actually be a hundred dollars, they're gonna be giving that shit away. Ninety-nine dollars. Yeah, I mean they'll be able to buy that thing in bulk and get it for like sixty bucks and just be given away with. Like it'll no, be it'll be a special. No controller though. It has a little thing on the side piece, like where you push like with your buttons. ear. Yeah, like the guy from it's a touchpad, but like the guy from uh, Star Wars, like Lando yep. Cruzian's guy, uh-huh. where he touches that thing on his ear all the time to do the different. <laughs> It'll be like that. But I don't see why they wouldn't start producing a Bluetooth-controlled controller. Oh, yeah. For yeah, sure. For sure. I mean, what they're almost going to need to do, because, well, yeah, they just give it a controller and a way to, like, interact. Well, it needs to be, like, a controller that also has some kind of um, touchpad and some kind of um, keyboard. So if you get like a text, you can just like Ooh. click a button and type the text and click back and interesting. I heard something. I, I can't find anything on it yet. Well, there Google's is starting to roll out virtual reality um, school trips, field trips for schools. I know they did um they googled Earth Everest or whatever. Yeah, because it looks like they did like Great Wall China, and they're giving away Watch for free. Vision. So like, I love, I love Google. I'm, that's if if they're building Skynet, it's like God damn it! It was awesome all the way up until the end. <laughs> oh yeah, that's how it goes. But it just reminds me of uh, Ready Player One, you know, like the virtual schools. Very much so. We talked about that. That was yeah. one of the coolest parts I talked about when we were talking about VR for the first time. I was like, imagine the Ready Player One scenario. Let's but I think we were actually talking about augmented reality with um, HoloLens. From Either way, Microsoft. I'm really interested to see. Apparently, that's a big thing for NASA. Like, NASA is uh, really wants to put it on the International Space Station for, like, like uh, maintenance oh. and stuff. So they can, like they can be talking to them and they can see everything and do all the diagrams. So it makes like maintenance uh, less air, like less errors in the maintenance and stuff. Because it's kind of a big deal. It's kind of a big deal. You can die up there. You can die up there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. For sure. Hey, watch out! Don't touch that knob. That thing—that's your life or death. It's like, just got I- a big red X over shit. The guy on the ground was like, don't touch this or this or that or this. See that one thing that's not... Yeah, be careful when you touch it. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got for future. If you don't have anything, we're good on that one. Well, I was just about to say, like, I don't know if I could spend as much time up there as some of those astronauts do. Because I've been up there for, you know, months at a time. Yes, sir. I don't know if I could do that. But, like, a week or two, that'd I'm be pretty in. sweet. I'm in, especially in a five-star hotel-like setting. 
Hell, I do it right. Want, like just like Donald Trump, there. get together, make us a goddamn floating Trump Towers that we can go stay up in. Once getting up there is cheap enough, they'll do it. They'll do it. Oh, they'll do oh, it. Oh, yeah. that reminds me. I saw this really cool thing. These guys. Oh, uh, let me see if I can find it. Is this your amateur rocket idea? No, 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 no. These guys built this glider that uses the polar vortex <laughs> that can get to the edge of the atmosphere. Awesome. Without an engine. Like, like they, it gets thrown right. up in the air, and then they can just ride these vortexes up and down. Yeah, I just saw it. Damn, I should have saved it. But That's yeah. terrifying, dude. No, thank you. <laughs> fucking too cold up there anyway. <laughs> yeah, so you uh, want to get into Jacob's tidbits of trivialogy? Yes, our our new our new segment. Yeah, we finally gave Jacob his own segment. I'm yes. excited about this because it oh. fits him so well. If anybody anybody who knows Jacob knows exactly what I just said. Yes, and it's because actually it. it's actually something I learned today. I wasn't trying to like figure out something to say. It was actually something I learned. I thought it was funny. Okay, I'm so in. I follow um, the Oklahoma State Quidditch team on Twitter. <laughs> Quidditch, as in like Harry Potter. <laughs> and so I was like, I was thinking about it because you know, besides the flying part of the whole the whole deal. You know, it kind of makes sense. You run around with the balls and you have the hoops, you know, whatever. But I was like, how do they do the snitch, right? Like the little thing that flies around the Harry Potter chases. Okay. Like that guy. So I like, I tweeted him. I was like, hey, how does this work? Is it like someone flying a drone no, or no, no. what? Can I guess? Okay. They let it run like a rabbit go. <laughs> right? They've got like a rabbit with like feathers on it. And they're just like, go rabbit, go. It's like a jackrabbit. Ah, oh. no, it's a cat. They used a cat. <laughs> no, the thing? so what they do Damn. is they the home team has to provide a a person who is the snitch. They wear gold a gold outfit. They put like a sock with a tennis ball like in the back of their their pants and run. As you do. As you as do. You, as you do. And I was like, because they play it on a soccer field, so it's a pretty big you know area. And I was like, God, those guys got to be in crazy shape and they tweeted back i was like yeah normally it's a cross country or wrestler the cross country guys just run for days and the wrestlers fight the seekers and i was like holy shit they actually like that's something that wasn't in the books the stitch isn't supposed to fight back right? <laughs> <laughs> the stitch walks out onto the field and he's seven foot tall and 440 pounds and plays for the football team and he's just doing it as a favor well the thing the thing is is especially at oklahoma state uh oklahoma state is the winningest collegiate wrestling program in the country like they're, they're, if you're if you're a top flight wrestler, you're going to Iowa or Oklahoma State. That's pretty much it. And she said that one of their people is a former wrestler for Oklahoma State. Oh, <laughs> like, I feel so bad for you guys. But if you ever want to know how you know Muggle Quidditch works, <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> oh. 
I love it. I love it. We got to go to a game if we get a chance. I know. It's, <laughs> I am in. I would rather watch that than a soccer fit game. There's a uh, there's a documentary about it on Netflix. I haven't <laughs> watched it yet, but I will probably do it this weekend since I've. <laughs> I'm in. Muggle Quidditch. What's What's also kind I of... like the rabbit idea better though. <laughs> yeah, but. You know, maybe if maybe once the FAA gets less stupid, they can actually have like someone flying a little snitch around. <laughs> that would be cool, right? That would be cool. That would be cool. Ah, <laughs> uh, I like it. Success, first time. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Good job. I, I was like, I was gonna pull out something else, and I was just like, and I, I got those tweets. I was like, yep, that's that's what's gonna be right there. <laughs> so there is Muggle. First of all, we learned that there is Muggle Quidditch. It's but a, more importantly, we learned that you can wrestle for it. It's a snitch, that is. It's a big deal. Like, it's it's a big deal on a lot of campuses now. Like, I the, like it. The kids who uh, grew up reading it, like, right, right. You know, the kids who are eight and were seeing the movies when they were coming out yeah. are now in the 18, 19, 20 and want to play, and you can. I like it. I like it. Like, and they have like a college world cup and the whole bit like it's a big <laughs> deal <laughs> oh man oh man i want to see this i'm gonna have to, i'm youtubing it tonight uh so you want to get into my recommends yes sir which i think is kind of a big deal for us yes it is a big deal for us so i'm gonna have to go ahead and recommend that you get yourselves to amazon put in the search bar corlex c-o-r-l-e-x and buy our new book. That's what I recommend you do. Episode. It's not Epi- full book link. Ep- whatever. It's a but it's a dollar. Hey, ruining it. <laughs> I'm trying to make it epic. <laughs> and things. Gah! Buy our thing that we did together. I got. I've gotten a lot of positive feedback on it so far. Have you gotten any feedback on it yet? Yeah. Somebody told me we didn't have the, enough capitalizations in it. I was like, fuck off. They were like, well, other than that, I liked it. I'm like, come on. I hate those people. I hate those. <laughs> Whoever that was, I kind of hate them a little bit. <laughs> even if I lo- know them and actually love them, I, kinda, I even paid a fucking... <laughs> I paid a like professional editor to edit that book. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah, no, I got, you know, my faith. Since you don't have Facebook, I guess you didn't see what happened. But um, we probably got like 13 or 14 likes, and probably four of those or five of those might have bought it. Well, we've you sold know. seven. Hey, so. I bet half of those are mine. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, it's a, it's a thing. It's pretty good. There's some minor errors in it that I'm going to fix, but it's not so much that's really going to throw you off nah. reading it. Um, good times. Good times. Tell all your friends. So I'm gonna have to recommend though. Epis- episode two is coming in probably like another month or two. Look forward to that. Look forward to that. Like I'm more, I'm only like two thirds of the way through, and I'm almost the entire length of the first draft of the first episode. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, yeah. So get to get to meet all sorts of things. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited. I've gotten a lot of feedback. I got some feedback that was good, but I was also like, oh, I'm a terrible writer. <laughs> Why? Like, well, it's just like he was talking about one of my friends who's, you know, very smart. And he's just like, you know, bringing up some plot point ideas and like other issues that may or may not 
like be true with how science actually is and was like yeah but it's science fiction so i don't i don't know alternate like i'm just just passing you off as alternate reality and if i don't like something i'll just retcon it (laughs) you know (laughs) i like it we'll get through this we'll get through it but Uh, if you're if y'all are listening to this podcast you're kind of you're on the ground floor anyway and the graphic novel is coming process what the graphic novel is coming because it's not just a written book it's a graphic novel as well yeah it might be better with pictures it yeah, I could see it being better with pictures. <laughs> I mean, it's just like... Get I in re- there. It's good. I'm recommending it. Go buy that shit. <laughs> Go buy that shit. <laughs> Go buy it. It's only and, a dollar. Only and a the buck. thing is, is like I set it up. You can share it with your friends. Like You can share it with your friends for 14 days. So like, if you have 14 friends who are kind of iffy on it, just each pitch in 12 cents and you'll be good. Straight, right? You know? It might take you maybe two hours to read if you're slow. Yeah, it's five minutes if you're fast. Yeah, it's a good just like, hey, I'm on the bus to work or something kind of reader. Right. You know, I've got I've got to do something while, you know, I'm in the bathroom or something. I don't know. So. <laughs> oh, man, that was a quick and breezy podcast. You just want to call it? I feel like I feel like we're ending on a high note. Yeah, I think I think we need to go ahead and call it here. We got started a little late and the kids are going wild. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. One and all. For thank coming. you, Jacob. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah. And thank 31 you all for to us. episodes. <laughs> Hell yeah. We're like legit plus one. Legit plus one. Triple legit. Plus one. To quit. <laughs> anyway. Uh, have a good night, day, morning, afternoon, weekend, whatever. Whenever you listen to this, I hope it's wonderful. Goodbye, ladies and gents. Bye.